2: We gon' rise and up, in the
0: jungle we unite and up, trippin' orange your black and white All day when we fight, live and die in these stripes, uh Now who gotta
1: move walking on, now who wanna move close and on,
2: now who wanna move bottom If you got stripes, then you let the city know you rock 'em. Yeah we got em, yeah we fought em, like that black and orange upon
3: Welcome
4: to another episode of Bengals and Booties. I am Dell Altman, joined by port Job. At hey. BSG, let's see that booty, Greg. Yeah, <laughs> don't break it. Don't
1: break it. it took see? him an hour to make it.
4: Chop, you see what I did there? I knew he wanted to show that De La Cruz jersey so <laughs> right, yeah. that I said, welcome to Bengals and Booties. What, what,
2: what gave that away, Dale? How, how the hell do you know all this stuff? Because
4: uh, you were bending over like that before the show started. When you saw me in the
2: back, I was taking a selfie in the background. Uh, <laughs> yeah, right. So you and, can see me, what I do in the background. Now, that word comes out now.
4: So, I mean, it just made sense to go ahead and let you show it off. And uh, yeah, <laughs> right. this episode is yeah. brought to you by Greg's Booty. Yeah. Also, cruising
1: cruise and brews.
4: And, and Dale, since
1: you kind of noticed
2: this, um, just so everybody knows, I fell asleep last night. Woke up at nine o'clock, and I couldn't get to bed till three in the morning. So Dale's like, Greg, you are liking Yossi Bush stuff at ten, at uh, twelve, in the, at midnight, or one in the morning? I'm
4: like, you get up at, for work at like four in the morning, Greg. I'm like, I couldn't go. I couldn't go to
2: bed. I had to set two alarms, man, to get the heck out of bed this morning. It's Why didn't you,
4: you send, send me a message?
2: Send you a message? Oh no, you're I was all night. Yeah, because still, I'm sure you're like, "What the hell is Greg doing at
4: one or two in the morning posting stuff?" Oh, I know <laughs> what you're doing when I seen the right.
1: oh yeah, that we know. Well, look, we yeah. know that the phone was only in one hand; the other one was the other one was
4: busy. And uh, I, I do want to say there may be some shows that I'm going to be missing coming up. Uh, going through some personal stuff here at the at home. Um, I don't want to get emotional about it, so it's all good. We'll leave it at that. Yeah. But uh, there will still be shows. So these guys will hold it down and, and everybody else.
1: We're glad you're here today, though.
4: Glad you're here, bro. Sure. Always glad to see you, Dale. Woo. All right. So anyways, <laughs> going to be talking uh, some some Pro Bowl. I know uh, I thought Cam was maybe showing up. Joe said he's not feeling well. So I thought we were going to have at least four. Um, uh, Matt Lawless kind of talked about wanting to be on this. I see he's in the chat. So. I'll send him out a link, uh, so we'll have four. Cam may still join, you know. Sometimes he's just running late, but uh, that way Matt can get his uh, his Pro Bowl predictions and things like that. Greg's got a couple tier lists, so uh, there's a uh, there's multiple ways. Of, of just doing this, I just I set something for the show. I didn't really know, right. know. I didn't know if I'd be on or not, and what you guys necessarily. There's not a lot going on. One thing uh, I know we kind of talked about the Corey Dillon thing. Uh, Greg, you weren't on that Friday night show when they talked about it. I think you were watching, but you weren't on the episode when we had Cap and. Uh, right, you know,
2: I watched, and... but you, so I missed the yeah. Yeah, obviously. He I, was
4: I, on I, Jim's I, show last right. night. Did you guys catch any of that? Yeah, I saw some of it.
2: I did. And you know what? It was like I said, I think some came out a little bit misunderstood. Cordell made it very clear. I am not, you know, attacking the city of Cincinnati or anything. And you know what? You got to. I, I, I'm not I'm putting yourself in his shoes. He's frustrated. The, the bottom line is the Ring of Honor should have happened 20 years ago. At the very least, we're just way far behind. I've said this so many times. They need to have almost, I think, almost six guys in at a time. We're so far behind almost. I mean, it should be at least four because we're just so far behind. It's nothing against Corey Dillon. There's just so many other guys in front of him that need to get in right now. That's it.
0: And and
4: Chop made his uh, feelings very clear. So if anybody wants those, they can go back and get them uh, from the episode we did Friday night, um, which is fair. I'm somewhere in the middle of kind of where Chop and then, you know, where everybody's just like, oh, let him in like uh i i want to see somebody i think joe kind of said it on Friday show too somebody that showed like a little bit of remorse for maybe how things mm-hmm. ended even you know if we're just talking right. on the on the bengal personal side not his personal mm-hmm. life things that, that you know that were reported because yeah. you know those are always tough to prove but tend to you know right. if there's multiple incidents of something that's not good but um but regardless of that, his play on the field is what will get him in the ring of honor, most likely. Yes. And I just thought, I did like the guys who are in. To me, when you that article made it sound like it, he was shitting on those guys. And uh, when he was on that show, it sounded like he kind of clarified all that, you know. Plus, he sounded pretty sincere like, hey, he's got a lot of love for the fans, this, that, mm-hmm. and the other. Um, uh, he said he'd love his issues more with front office and probably just how things went and i know a lot of players had issues i think things are getting better we all see that as fans even yeah we don't know what it was like for some of these players no and maybe lack of communication on things and things like that that i mean we we still hear about that a little with the jonah thing yeah you know that there's a lack of communication there between um the front office and the player on letting him know hey we're signing this guy hey we're wanting you you know you to move Mm -hmm. over he's hearing stuff through the media so Maybe that's some of his gripes, but he just said, you know, he's open to having a conversation with the front office sooner rather than later, having it airing out, you know, his grievances or whatever in the back and moving on. So like, I think a lot of times that's the best thing you can do in life in general with a lot of situations. So um, I once watched, like, I didn't watch the whole thing, but I, I caught some of the clips and this and that of it. So I thought that was a really good interview that Jim and those guys did with him. And I thought he, like, to me, it made him look better. It's, like, I, I compared it on a tweet. I said, you know, it's kind of like um, when you're, you know, you're texting in a group or whatever. Right. Or yeah. bit, sometimes things come off, like, your tone one way, or you're joking, but it comes off and it looks right. like, like not joking. And you say right. something, it seems just awful to that person that reads it. So sometimes it's better, you know, when you can communicate face-to-face or over the phone or whatever. Right, get, well, yeah it was good that he did that, I thought. What did you guys think as far as that? And, Chop, your opinion might not Well, at all. Well, well, the thing of it is, he probably got well, – sometimes when you interview
2: someone, you're in a very long conversation. And sometimes when you're in these long conversations, something can get blurted out, but you might not hear the whole story, how it happened or anything. And, you know, like I say, I know it sounds like I'm being forgiving of Corey Dillon. I see where some fans are upset with him. I do get that. But the thing of it is, Corey Dillon – I remember when I watched your show Friday, uh, uh, Dale – Matt said it the best. Corey Dillon is always that type of person that plays with a chip on his shoulder. He's that type of person that's gonna be like, This is how I'm gonna be, this is who I am, you know. He's gonna say what he wants to say. And I get that. Some people are just different how they act upon things. I get his side where he's upset. But at the same time, like I said, also, the ring of honor should have happened over 20 years ago. We are just so far behind. It, it, that's just how it is. But like I said, Corey Dillon he immediately brought up said, I just want to clarify things. I do not hate the city of Cincinnati. I love the fans. I love everyone. I just want to make that clear. And you know what? I, I liked how he handled it. I do like how he handled himself
4: yesterday. Well, and it's also an honor, right? Yes. Ring of honor. It's a, yes. To me, it's a, it's an honor that you're getting put up there with these other guys and guys who maybe did everything right on and off the field. So I, I don't know. Instead of – I mean, I think the interview helped, but still, you know, it's like, well, you could play angry and you could be angry at times. but Right. You don't have to be that person anymore, especially no. when you're wanting this honor. No, no, exactly. Because you know? it's not a given. It's, a, well, you, it's an honor.
2: I think we can agree. He's going to get it before Scott Mitchell when he said. Yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah. Those yeah. Guys,
4: that's the thing. He's on the ballot. He's been on the ballot, the yes. original ballot with the rest of these legends. Right. To me, all these guys that are on this ballot, that's an honor. That's right. That's a. That's a. That's a show of respect that they're on that ballot.
2: Oh, yeah, a lot of people that argue James Brooks, I like James Brooks, but I'm always going to argue Corey Dillon. I thought James Brooks was a different running back, but see, people pick James Brooks because of Corey Dillon's attitude. To me, sometimes that's not fair. I go by the player at times. Did I respect the fact, comments he made, you know, about flipping burgers and playing for the Bengals? Absolutely not. I did not respect that. But I'm willing to let it go, you know. Uh, But but anyway, yeah, I'll I'll let you talk. Uh,
1: Yeah, I was waiting for y'all to shut up. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just waiting here quietly to answer Darth's question. And the answer in one word is
2: nope.
1: I figured, you know what, man? He went on there and he talked about how he doesn't have a problem with the fans. and He doesn't have a problem with the Bengals organization. He loves the city of Cincinnati, this, that, and the other, and suck our fucking ass. But here's the deal, man. You went on there and you literally trashed other players that were in the Ring of Honor conversation. You said, why them? Why not me? I'm better. And then you get on there on Bengal Jim's show. I was, You know what? I watched the show recorded, and I I wish that I was watching it live because I wanted to see all the comments they weren't putting on the screen. I mean, does everybody in Cincinnati just love this guy? Like, he had good production on the field. I can't deny that, man. He was great. You know, he holds a lot of Bengals records, but uh, the man left and put his middle finger up to us, and I understand – I agree. It'd be nice if you could italicize words in your text so that people think that you're being a smartass. But how do you be a smartass and say basically like, why the fuck Chad Johnson? He didn't do shit. I did. You know, why not me? Why him? People love Chad Johnson. That's why Corey Hillen. No, never never, fight that. that,
2: that, No, that is a bad... No, absolutely not. Do not do that.
1: You took Cincinnati's second son, you know what I'm saying? And you trashed him. And then after you get caught with your fucking hand in a cookie jar, it's easy to go, well, I didn't mean it like that. You know, I love everybody. You know what I'm saying? So uh, it is what it is, man. Um, if he gets in the Ring of Honor one day, I'm not going to be mad. If yeah. Corey Dillon is ruler of the jungle this year at some point, I'm not going to be mad. If Corey Dillon comes on the show and he's like, hey, poor chump, I heard that, you, know, you got a problem. And I'll be like, yeah, Corey, but you know, I ain't mad a little bit. But I'm not, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm friends with everybody. That's, the way, that's what I do. I love everybody. So uh, my thing is that, like, if you want to get in the ring of honor, you went the wrong way. And to me, I would have fell up lot of more respect if he was like, man, I got heated in the moment, said things that were on my mind. I apologize. Instead of just going, like, that's not how it was meant. I was like, you know, hey, fuck Chad Johnson. Oh, that's not how I meant it. I didn't mean, like, fuck Chad Johnson. I meant, like, you know, fuck Chad Johnson. And so that's a lot better. <laughs> Basically, that's what he was saying. That's By the it, way, I mean, man, Chad, I know you're watching. I'm sticking up for you, and you t- still got me blocked on fucking Twitter, man.
4: Well, I will say one thing I also noticed, though, in that interview, is behind him was only him in Patriots uniform. So, <laughs> yeah, right? I saw so, that, yeah. too. I'm like, dude, that's, not the- I mean, that's what you put in the background. I was like, you couldn't have found a one photo of you in a big right. uniform and just put a Piece of tape, yeah, come on, and taped that behind you and then took it off when you were done, just right, like... exactly.
2: <laughs> yeah. No, no, I will say that deal. I'm like, oh, seriously,
4: I noticed that and I was like, interesting, it's yeah. interesting yeah. that you knew you're doing this interview for it's right. been
1: advertised for weeks. White shirt, white hat, you can't just get on a piece of bangle gear or something, <laughs> yeah. which it he probably did. doesn't have it, it probably well, didn't come in the mail in time.
4: They asked if he was rooting for the Bengals and he was like, yeah, you know, Alexi Joe and them boys do good, and this yeah, and that. Sure. He said, but. I think he – but he was like – he's like, I'm not a hater. So he kind of – basically, he didn't really say he's rooting for Cincinnati also. Like, that's the thing. Some of the stuff he said, like, it's – you the just man watch is, it and judge for yourself, right? The
1: man is getting older, all right, and he wants some accolades. He's out of the news, he's not in the hall of fame. He's not gonna he only put you know, he's not gonna like win any kind of ring of honor with the Patriots. He only played there for a short time. His best chance is Cincinnati. So if he wants his name wrote down somewhere where people are gonna go in there and look at it all the time, this is his best chance. So he's trying to get into Ring Honor, and I don't blame him,
4: man. But but I will say he looked good. He looked like he's no, in very good shape. He looks.
1: He looks oh, how old is How
2: old is Corey now? I don't
4: know, but he looks good. That's what I mean. And, and, and I kind of wish you know he would understand that. He looks good. He looks in great health, mm-hmm. good shape. You know, some of those fans are have made a push to try to get some of these older guys in, yeah, that maybe aren't in so great health because they're you know thirty years older than him. He's forty
2: eight. So, he's forty
4: eight. Yeah, oh, we bastard. got guys that are in their seventies. We got guys in their eighties.
2: Bob Trump, he's almost eighty years old. I mean, that's the mm-hmm. thing. I mean. Like I say, I want Chad in, but at the same time, like a lot of people say, you got to let the older guys in first. You want them to experience this. That, But that's why I say we need to get like at least four guys in at a time. There's two things. That's way too short right now.
4: Hold I on. know. You, you don't want to water it down. Go ahead. Corey
1: Dillon just texted me. He said, Greg, uh, I'm better than Bob Trump. He shut the fuck up over there.
2: <laughs> Probably so. But you know what? I scored down. Look, I'll still like what he did on the field. Yeah, he still deserves to be in. No, you
4: cannot take away the moments and people no. that you know no. were watching or were there or you know on those special things when he's all basically that there was to cheer for for some of those seasons. So, yeah, that's special. And I don't blame anybody that holds those things special and says that's why I want him yeah. in. And everyone has their own opinion. That's what I mean. I'm kind of <laughs> somewhere in the middle. I thought it helped. Him a little bit yesterday, but you know, I also understand like Chop's point of view, and Joe, like, you know, is the same way. And I, I mean, it's just people have different opinions, and that's okay. That's okay.
1: A lot it's of Joe's cool. stuff he's going on it's, his personal life,
2: okay.
4: Yeah.
1: But uh, uh, Dale,
2: who would you rather have him first if this is Carson Palmer or Corey Dillon? Who goes in?
1: that brings up this comment, yeah? And
4: well,
1: I agree with Stranger here, yep. like, Dylan can go in eventually, but. Fuck Carson. Yeah. Yeah. Is this not?
4: Okay. And that's another thing to me. Is there people out here that are still saying F Carson, but they're promoting Corey Dillon in? Because to me, I mean, I understand he was here longer. Maybe he did more as a player, but his beef was with the franchise and he quit. It's very similar ending to what Palmer's was. Mm -hmm. So I just wonder, is there people out there that support one and not the other? I mean, I'm still, it's your opinion. You have that right. But I just think it's, it would be a little hypocritical right. to support the case for Corey Dillon going in the Ring of Honor and saying Palmer should never be in. Right. Because to me, if one's not going to be in, the other shouldn't.
0: Yeah.
4: And, and here's the thing. I not. don't know if Palmer's stats get him in. But yeah. If you're basing it only on the way they quit. Right. Because I think cool. Dylan's stats get him in, clearly. Well, yeah,
2: well, well Palmer, and he was on an interview, and he refers to the Cardinals as we and all that. He's only on the Cardinals for a couple of years. He's like, oh, we're going to do this. We're going to do that. I'm like, give me a break. Are you kidding me? We, the Card, come on, man.
4: I'm just saying, you know, if we're judging purely – because that's the thing. How are we judging the ring? And how are we putting these guys in? Because, I mean, mm-hmm. it's, if it is just based on on-field, not off-field incidents, not off-field comments, not any of that. I mean, Palmer was – made things exciting. You know, we talk about yeah. Chad, but if we didn't have Palmer there, there wouldn't have been as many fans either. That is throwing, true. Throwing him and them damn rockets down the field. And I mean, I still think we want to, would have won the Super Bowl if it wasn't for Kimo Von Olhoff. And that 2005 season will always be special yeah. for me. Right. This t-shirt hanging up back here is from the 2005 season with all the players names. Uh-huh. And I leave it up on my wall because that season was so fun and special. I went to three or four games. That's the most game i ever went to in one yeah. season. I love that team. Look so, at, like, you know what I mean? Uh, even though Palmer, yes, I hated that he quit and stuff, there's still a little part of me that's like, hey, I love what that happened in that 2005 season. He was so good. This team was built for success, set up so well for success, and it ended so shitty. But he was so frustrated. We don't know what was going on behind the scenes also. Now, I think we all agree we wish he'd shut the fuck up and move on. Right. Like, yeah. But hey, and I think we don't know what's going on behind the scenes. He's probably saying, I need this, I need that. We can right. win a Super Bowl if you get me this and that. And they didn't do it, which yeah. I still think part of that paved the way for now when they got Joe Burrow and realized we got another special guy in here. Right, We're doing the things that we didn't do for Palmer. So as much as we hate Palmer, there's a part of me that says maybe he paved the way for the success we're having yes. now in a, in a way. Well, Corey
2: Dillon, I remember he was in one interview and he said, look, I, I remember this was years a couple of years ago. He, he said, I apologize for the way I acted, but he said, I can tell you this. I just said what more than half the team wanted to say at the time. So I understand. Like, if you talk about all the older Bengal, well, former fans, they're all like, I don't blame what Corey Dillon said. I, I, I don't, I, I try to stay away from all that. Cause like I'm, cause the older age demographic, they're going to be stubborn as heck. They still go back from the nineties. And I, I try to stay away, but Corey Dillon, I understand his frustrations is what I'm saying. But like I say, you can't ignore sick like i think Bengals and bourbon pointed out friday 6 1000 yard seasons you can't ignore that you can't you can yeah. say how, however he acted was was not right but you can't ignore it. 6 1000 yard rushing seasons i'm sorry
1: well yeah. also i would agree and i think every fan would agree that lived through those years that the front office was fucked up man there's some bad shit going on in that front office yeah and so to be frustrated with the front office i don't blame him you know I don't blame Palmer for being frustrated with the front office. I don't no. blame Corey Dillon for being fr- frustrated front Not office. Mad. I don't blame Ugh. Carlos Dunlap for being frustrated. But right. the way that they left, you know, you don't have to flip off the fan base because yeah. guess what, we're all in Cincinnati. We're all going to root for our right. team. So don't show us the middle finger on the way out the goddamn yeah. door. Yeah, show some class. We I mean, we went to the here. games. We did support you. Right, you no, know, we rooted for you. Yeah, on bad teams, uh, people that did good, we still rooted for the team. So, and like I say, the way the Browns
2: are running it now, I mean, I, could, I just can be more happy the way they're running the team right <laughs> now. I mean, they deserve a big pat on the back right now. That's so.
1: the other thing with the Ring of Honor is that the season ticket holders vote the people in, so it's a popularity contest. And also in that in that rant that Corey Dillon should have italicized, it seemed like he might he was mistaken, but it seemed like he was like. Uh, The way they're doing it is not right because these people don't even know about football in Cincinnati. They only, it's a, you know, but it's a popularity contest, man. You can't, what's the, what's the saying? You can't put the something back in the jar. What the fuck is it you can't put back
4: in? The genie back in the bottle? Well, you can't put the genie back in the bottle then.
1: You you let the genie out, Corey. You can't get him back in the bottle. You done rub the fucking jar and he's out. Yeah, you rubbed that jar harder like than Greg wishes, was. Though, so I don't think it's you're that. right. Well, you can get three wishes and get one of them. Get them in the Ring of Honor,
0: Matt. <laughs> what are your thoughts? What's he on gonna do Corey with the Dylan? other two? I don't know. Matt what's,
2: your, t- t- Matt, what's your take on Corey Dillon? Did should he be
0: in the Ring of Honor? Just <sighs> eventually, yeah. Uh, I'm not really that hurt by what he said. Mm-hmm. I think it's more offensive to the players that are more deserving than him and to be in in front of him like Chad Johnson. I think Chad Johnson should be in this year.
4: I think he has a good chance that it'll be him. I think it'll be him, and I think it'll be, uh, who else have we talked about? Uh, oh, um, uh, Lamar Parrish. That's it, yes. Lamar Parrish. I, I think Lamar, Lamar Parrish don't get in, I'm going to be disappointed. He was my right. number one that I thought should have gotten in this year based on what he's done on the field and how right. he's getting older. Yes, he he was my number one. I want in. Then after that, people were like, "Ocho, you can make a case for Boomer because winning a league MVP is not easy." And, you yeah, know, he did that, and um, but yeah, some of the older guys like Trumpy probably is still the greatest tight end we've had in history. He's just wow. I don't know as much about him per se, but yeah, they're 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 all if they were on that list and they haven't <laughs> updated that list since it came out, that shows that they think they're all deserving and should get in, which yeah. goes back to Greg's point. Because at first I'm like, okay, don't water it down. You know, you gotta move it to two. Maybe you, you're gonna move it to one eventually per year. Right. But when you've got this log jam, why couldn't you have done four for at least like three yeah. years?
2: Exactly. Speed things up. Right more. I think it almost should be six. That's how far behind. I know that's pushing it, but it should be four for the next couple more years.
1: Hey, yeah. next year can we put Burrow and Chase in there though? <laughs>
2: Well, I, mean, Adams, I mean, Gino I mean, I mean, you look at Gino and AJ Green. You're gonna be qualified. They, what if they top over a couple of other players that are more
4: deserving? At what point do they add Whitworth, Gino, yeah, AJ Green, some of these other guys that haven't been on this list? What at what point do they start adding them to this list? Because that's the thing. Are you just gonna keep sending out the same list year after year as it dwindles down? Because these are your guys, Bengals. At what point are you saying, well, we picked this, we've got it planned out, we didn't really right. get a fuck about your votes. Does
0: Carson, Carson Palmer ever make the list?
4: I don't think so, because, I mean, yeah. they're the ones who put out that list, though, right? Which should say a lot about how they feel right. about Corey Dillon as well. Like, that's why I don't understand. Exactly.
2: For the record, I was ready to let Palmer back in with open arms after he crashes, but then he came back again. I mean, I'm like, dude, you do it twice, I'm sorry.
4: Yeah, right, Greg. He'll sweet talk the city of Cincinnati one more time, and you'll, you'll let him right. get back in your heart. And your pants. He'll show up, man.
0: Yeah, fuck Carson Palmer.
4: Yes, fuck him. Yeah, I don't. Hey, his brother, hey man, Jordan, his, Hill. brother his brother Jordan's helped out uh, Burroughs. Uh, I seen Jesse Lepper put that earlier. No, brother it's Jordan harder, Palmer in the Carson. <laughs> right. <laughs> hey, for his work I'm, with hey, alone.
1: Uh, I'm with him. I'm with Jesse. <laughs>
4: yeah. All right, guys. So we'll we'll start. Uh, I don't think anybody else is joining in. It's it's after. 350. So, start with some Pro Bowl predictions, and uh, Greg's got a two-tier list. So we'll let him start, and then we'll go to you, Matt, in a second. So, Greg, you can just kind of explain your entire system here for your. There Pro you go. Bowl.
2: Okay, so I got first Pro tier, bowlers. first tier, second tier, and third tier. I admit I didn't. So my first tier guys: Burrow, Chase, and even though they never, they always keep ignoring DJ Reader. Those are my three first tier guys, right there. My second tier list, guys that should be heavily considered. It's a long list one here. Orlando Brown, T. Higgins, Ted Terrace, Tito, Logan, and Kappa. And my third tier is CTB and Hendrickson.
0: I should have added a little bit more though. But you just great.
4: fucking rapid fired like 30 no fucking names with zero explanation.
0: So so we're gonna we're gonna have the entire Pro Bowl roster. What's that? They ain't even gonna be able to fill the team because we're gonna be in the Super Bowl. So.
1: Yes. Right. Hey, uh Greg, how the fuck you got Orlando Brown on your second tier when the man has literally been in every I know grobo?
2: I know, you know. I know he should he's be gonna, you know what? You think he's great. gonna regress here? He's at the top of my second tier. Barely at the top. I've gotta give game.
4: Greg fucking clearly some ground rules for every time we do this kind of all stuff. Right. Don't I? Yeah. All right, all right, I'm gonna make ground rules on the fly here. So give me your top three most likely Pro Bowl candidates for the Cincinnati Bengals for this upcoming season that will be voted into the Pro Bowl, regardless if we're playing in the Super Bowl, but our top three that get voted in.
2: Uh, Burrow, Chase, I want to say Reader, but it's not going to happen. Orlando uh, Brown. Burrow, Chase, and Brown.
4: Okay. You want to explain? Burrow, what's there to explain? <laughs> and all you know that. Well, he has it. He has he, been, it's, right?
0: Has explain been. it to me, Greg.
2: Burrow, man, I mean, what's not to explain? I mean, he, he's proven to be a top quarterback. I mean, every. I mean, he just changed – he changed the whole city of Cincinnati. He changed the way how the Bengals make decisions. I mean
0: – no, Nobody outside of Cincinnati gives a fuck with about what he's done for the city and done for this organization.
2: But, I mean, out of all the other players, he has the best chance out of all the other players is what I'm saying. And Jamar Chase – I mean, he made the Pro Bowl last year. I'm a huge Jamar Chase fan, but quite frankly, with him being hurt that whole time, I really didn't think he deserved to be in the Pro Bowl, to be quite honest. But I think he'll make it regardless. And like shot pointed out with Orlando Brown, he's made the Pro Bowl the last three or four years, and I still think he'll make it again. I mean, that's how offensive linemen usually make it. If you make it a good certain years in a row, chances are you'll make it again. So that's the, those are my top three right there.
1: People probably don't care about what Joe, Joe Burrow's done for the city nationwide, but Joe Burrow has definitely 120% created a Bengals following across this whole country. Yes, there you uh, internationally. go. Internationally. Internationally. When he became our quarterback, Bengals started traveling a lot better. You know, yes. A lot more Bengals showed up at uh, away games, uh, and people bought jerseys that didn't even live here. Shit, half the city of uh, – or fucking uh, half the state of Louisiana – uh, root for the Bengals instead of the Saints now because of Joe Burrow. So, yeah, yeah people grand don't grand, give a shit about his charity probably that don't live here in Cincinnati or or, or in a- Athens or anywhere around here, but they love Joe Burrow, the player. He's probably one of the most popular sports figures in the entire world. Probably top five. Boom.
4: All right. So, Matt, give us your top three potential Pro Bowl players for the Bengals this season.
0: I think everybody's pretty much going to have the same top two. It's got to be Chase. It's got to be Chase and Burrow. I agree. Who's your third?
4: Who's your third? You don't have one. He says we don't get a third. Who's tied for third?
0: It's probably between Pratt and Wilson. I think one of our linebackers will make it. It's hard to it's hard for me to decide which one because no, it. It, it, it they've never like really been great at the same time, but they've always one of them's been really good and stand out, and then the other one just kind of plays a background role. Well, I can tell I
4: wanna, you the, the comparison. I want to say
0: Logan Wilson.
4: Well, especially contract year, Logan might have his best season yet. Oh, yeah. I think out of those two,
1: it is Logan Wilson. I think Jermaine Pratt, he doesn't play on third downs, but if you just look at the stats there, uh, Pratt's out for third down. Logan Wilson's in, but uh, Logan Wilson got 83 solo tackles, and Pratt's got 50. You know, Logan Wilson's got 123 total tackles, and uh, Pratt's got 99. Matt, is that beeping Wilson's at got- your house?
0: What? Be
4: like a beep keeps going off. It's like some kind of weird noise in the background. God house. damn it.
0: I, I cannot fix that. <laughs> yeah.
4: Well, when you want it, when uh it's your turn to talk, we'll unmute your mic. All right. All right. Sounds good. All right, go ahead, Chop.
1: Uh Logan Wilson's got two and a half sacks. Pratt's got one, you know. So the stats, Logan Wilson is kill him Jermaine pratt in the stats but you do have to figure that
4: uh pratt's out on third
1: downs hopefully
4: maybe this year he's back in i was gonna say it seemed like you know he wanted it and it seemed like they started to give him a little more and it has like um pff grades and stuff wise was he's really good (laughs)
1: and uh you know he signed that contract. he probably could have got more on if he would have taken his talents to another city You know, they might have signed him for more money than what he got here. So maybe that was part of the deal is that he's going to play more third downs this year or all of them. I don't know. So maybe his stats will come up. But uh, it just seems like to me, like I'm not real good at algebra, but I guess if you were to figure it out, how many snaps they took per whatever, you know, Logan Wilson's still balling out on Jermaine Pratt. And that's that's not saying anything bad about Pratt because he's awesome. man. our linebacker core is awesome. Oh, man. And I wouldn't be surprised if they go to the Pro Bowl. It's just that I don't think he's the third option. So, but Port who, I, who who is your third
2: option, Port Shop?
1: Orlando Brown Jr. I would go with Chase and Burrow and and Orlando Brown Jr. Yeah, Port and, Jeff, there's no copying off of me. Why are you always copying off of me? You copied off me, motherfucker. You put Orlando Brown in your second fucking tier. I'm going to let his ass know next time we see him, too, that you had him a tier, too. No, 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 th-
2: no Portchop, just one thing before going to Dale. Admit this. Who is more deserving? DJ Reed or Orlando Brown? Who is more deserving?
1: Orlando Brown.
2: I like Orlando, but I got to go DJ, man. I'm sorry. He's just been screwed so many times. DJ
1: Reader is not going to protect the asset.
2: I understand that, but DJ
0: Reader is the quarterback of our I think team.
1: you're right, man. He's a game changer, but uh, you see what happened because of or, no Orlando Brown the last two seasons, man. No Super Bowl. Who, no.
4: who, has, who keeps getting in in the AFC over Joe? Because I know it's Mahomes and Allen. And then who is it Herbert? Snoop? Keeps- Herbert Herb- keeps getting that vote. Huntley?
2: We got to uh, think Herb- he is so- like a super I know. So Lamar gets
4: the vote sometime. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, And now Rogers is probably going to pull votes. Right. the fucking New York people. So right. I'm not going to put Burrow in mind, just not saying he's not deserving. Tell- no, Hopefully he gives people no-, no choice and he comes out on fire and wins the league MVP like we are all hoping he does. But – I'm going to say until he gets voted into one, he's going to continue to be on that outside for some stupid-ass reason because, like, it it is more popularity contests, like Darth said in his comments there. Um, So I'm going to say Burrow gets left out, even though he shouldn't. And I'm going to start with one you guys hadn't mentioned, and I'm going to say where people do get in multiple years, I'm going to say Trey Hendrickson, even though I think last year he got in from his performance from the year before, but – Still, now he's made it in for one. He's recognized as a Pro Bowl guy already, so I could see him making it again. And I also think he takes another another leap in his stats because he's going to play less, if that makes sense. yeah, He's going to have more sacks because he's going to be more fresh. He's not going to have to play as many snaps, and the snaps he's going to get are going to be more quality. He's going to be getting late in the game. He's going to come up with those clutch sacks, those game-changing plays like he already does at times. But he's going to have more of those because he's going to be fresh. So I think a big season for Hendrickson because they talk about, too, oh, he might be on the bubble for, you know, maybe maybe he gets cut next year and they don't keep him bullshit. He's too good. He's going to be here and he's going to ball out. He's going to prove why he gets paid what he gets paid. And then he's going to get paid even more. So I'm going to say him one. I'm going to say Brown for the same reason. He's four straight. You go to four straight, you're probably going to five straight. Right. Especially like the Bengals that need offensive linemen. So if we're winning early in, it's, it's going to be like, the nationally, it's going to be like, well, Linda Brown must be having a big impact. Yeah. You know, people are just going to automatically assume that, whether they're watching the Bengals or not. So there's two of them. And the third one probably is Jamar, because he's so damn popular. I mean, you look at the gritty alone. Like, I know that's Justin Jefferson, too. But that's like a fucking national thing that kids do constantly. Right, He's popular around the world, you know? Like, so... I think being a popularity contest, those three. Now, if I was going to say maybe, and and I'll start this and we can kick it around. Let's say three, besides the ones we've said, three other guys that we think are going to play to where they're deserving to get it, but they might not get it because of the popularity aspect of it. So I'll start with DJ reader. Like you guys have mentioned, because he's been overlooked how many times already now. Right. So that's my first one is DJ reader. Um, He's just – what he does is special uh, against the run. And I think with the weapons and everybody being a little fresher, he might have a little better sack numbers this year because he can get some pressure too, even though he's a big guy. So he's number one on probably should get it. The second one, I think Cheeto might struggle a little getting back just because we've seen that from like Tredavious White on the Bills last year at corner. Like doesn't mean he's not going to eventually get back in the full swing and look great. yes, he looked great in that ladder drill, but it's kind of different on the foot when you're out there in live action. So I'm going to say Cam Taylor Britt's going to play well enough that he's going to get overlooked because he's only going to be a second year guy that um, he's going to get there, but I don't think he gets the Pro Bowl nod this year. So I think he's going to get screwed over. I think Reeder will get screwed over, but they should make it. And then I'm going to go with uh I'm going to go with Higgins. I'm gonna say because Jamar Chase and Tiggins technically Higgins technically gets that label as wide receiver two, that he's gonna get overlooked and not get the love and the votes because Jamar will get him for the Bengals and then people will pick Stefan Diggs and guys from other teams to fill their spots. So those are my three that I think will get overlooked that'll have seasons good enough that they should be Pro Bowlers.
1: I think you're right about Higgins for sure. It's just that uh the only reason he's not going to get in is not because of his stats. It's going to be because they only allow so many wide receivers in. And so because he is two, even though he's a one, he's going to get overlooked, just like you said. Uh, one guy that I think that got
2: overlooked last year, Alex Kappa. He was the best rated uh, lineman. Yeah, that's on a run. good one. I like Off- that one. Offensive line. I mean, he was ranked as a top guard. I didn't think he got enough attention last year. I mean, don't get me wrong. We all like Teddy. Teddy Kieros got a lot of attention, as he should. And Teddy Kieros was also on my list of guys that probably won't make it. But, Alex Kappa, I thought he was totally ignored from last year. I mean, like, like I say, he was the best-rated offensive player on our line. When he got hurt, we all saw what happened. When, kind of like DJ Reader when he left. When he got hurt in that Ravens game, it should have never have mattered for us with that stupid coin flip. But, you know, we lost We lost our best lineman because of that. So I, I think Alex Kappa is a big time going to get really – even be deserving that probably won't get in. So you got any
4: other ones? Ah, uh, Teddy
2: sure. Karras is another one I mentioned. I don't think, although we all like him, we all he I know he gets a lot of respect, but I don't. He's probably not going to get respect around with the voters. But if I had to pick another one, I'm trying to pick a one Dale that you haven't talked about yet. But, well, uh,
0: no,
4: I mean you could say Reader, like because none of us picked to
0: make it.
2: But you know, uh, Cam Taylor Britt, that's going to be one that's probably not going to get the respect. But I, I, I think he should. But yeah, but I'm going to go Kappa Karras and and
4: CTB. Ken off the top rep with a good good one there because yeah. Justin Tucker is like basically locked into that. Oh, league. he's yeah,
1: Not even, yeah.
4: McPherson could have way better season, and I think people still vote Tucker because it's been Tucker every year for the last seven or eight years.
0: Yeah. All right, Matt, gotta unmute yourself. What about Dax Hill? Full mm-hmm. time mm-hmm. at his natural position. Sophomore, I <laughs> I, I'm starting to come around on him.
2: No, I understand. I I, I,
0: I had my doubts after last season, but the more I look at it, he played out of position most of the time last year. He gets to come in, play his natural position. He was he was lights out in college. Yeah, Absol- he's athletic freak. I think Lou's going to have something special cooked up for him.
4: I almost went this route, too, on Jolly's surprise with Mixon, and I thought I could see it because two years ago he played so great. And now it's like I could see him having this season where it's like, oh, y'all thought I was done. Y'all buried me, huh?
1: And the offensive line this year is going to
4: help him out. Mm -hmm. Matt, you got more. I didn't want to cut you off, but I seen that in the comments. I want to pull it up because that's a good one.
0: That was was actually one of the ones I was going to mention was Joe Mixon.
4: For all the same reasons. So, I mean, his receiving yeah. last year improved, too.
0: The offensive line is is going to be a, a
4: big difference. It, it, I think Dax I, Hill's on your
1: – I hope to God he balls out and has a Pro Bowl season, but right. he hasn't played a position the, in the NFL yet, so let's see what he does.
0: I think the path is there, though. That's I like, think it's,
1: To me, it's like saying Jordan Battle. I mean, he hasn't played yeah. in the NFL yet.
4: Do I, I will say Dax Hill. Zach's had a year yeah. in the system with Lou, you know, and I just think Lou's that good of a
1: – Did he even play the position he's in now, though? Didn't he play, like, nickel corner mostly? He was
0: playing nickel corner. He's playing outside corner sometimes.
4: He, he was still getting reps at practice yeah. all the time with it, you know. And they got
1: to feel good about him, you know, because he's the starter. So Lou's got to feel good about
4: him. Yeah, I don't even care if he plays at a Pro Bowl level. If he just plays – Solid, you know, that's going to be good with the other pieces. That's what safety this year. I'm like, I don't think they have to be dominant, I think they just have to be good enough. This, I I think,
0: I think he, I think he helps us um, lessen the blow of Jesse Bates leaving for sure. I don't know if it's going to be a seamless transition, but I think it's not going to be as big a one that people are going to think it's going to be.
1: Hopefully not. I mean, Jesse Bates was also the reason for the uh, fumble in the jungle.
0: Hey, uh, I just want to
2: make an announcement. Kevin's on here. It is Kevin Queen's birthday. I found out on Facebook. Happy, oh, birthday, oh, happy birthday, birthday, Kevin. Happy birthday. Happy
4: birthday. I haven't been on Facebook. So happy birthday, brother.
0: Happy don't, birthday.
4: Don't do anything yeah. Chop wouldn't do. So that means yeah. you're right. That means yeah, blowing hookers. Birthday, do do anything you want. That means drink steal four locusts and run
1: around naked, steal a cop yeah. car, you know, let a tiger free at the zoo.
0: Have you played Grand Theft Auto before? Do it in real life.
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, but Kevin, yeah, seriously, happy birthday, buddy. Hope it's a good one. Always
2: thank you for the
4: support, buddy. Absolutely love Kevin. Um, Chop. You got any other ones that you can well, think of? You
1: know, with with uh, with shooter, how many? How many of each position do they go into the I pro pick Bowl?
4: or You just get one from each. Uh, uh, it ain't got to be shooter,
1: especially on his year last year. I know that it got fucked up last year with your buddy, your best friend being out. You know. know Clark Harris, but uh, so that kind of messed up his um, his uh, year last year. Uh, but the man did miss um, three extra points last year. Uh, but you know who could be a, a dark horse man coming in this year on special teams to make the Pro Bowl is a man that can put the ball in the air for five seconds and drop it in between and drop it uh, behind the twenty every fucking time. And a friend of our show, uh, Red Robin. It? The the mustachio masher? The mustachio masher. I mean, if that man is kicking that ball like that for this season, he comes out and he balls out and he plays the same as he did for Michigan, then he has got one hell of a chance to make it to the Pro Bowl this year. That could be a surprise. That could be a rookie in the Pro Bowl right there. Also going to be hard,
4: though, because the Chiefs guy, I think Townsend, he got it last year, and I think he signed back with the Chiefs and got paid, so that also always, like – does make popularity it. contest
1: and he's with the, with the chiefs and they're popular that won you know? the super bowl
4: yeah
1: <laughs> they, they won the super bowl and that's only that's going to be good. the
4: toughest thing but if it wasn't for that guy uh, if, you, if
1: he keeps I that mustache like that. it's gonna it's gonna help him chop it
4: yeah okay i just can't believe no one mentioned mike Hilton. we mentioned all these secondary guys and no one mentions mike Hilton it's a slot corner thing, isn't it?
2: He showed a sign of decline last year a little bit. I thought. I mean, I hope he comes out and punches me in the gut over this and proves me wrong. But he showed a little bit of signs of decline last year. I was. That's why I was a little hesitant. But like I said, Mike, I hope you're watching this. I hope you just. I hope you. I hope you just use me as a punching bag or something.
4: Mike, if you ever want to come on the show, Greg's only a part-time host, so we'll make sure he's not on that day. <laughs> right. Yeah. Unless you want him on, just tell him. He's not an idiot, but no, like I said, I
2: hope Mike has been wrong. And you know what? I wouldn't be that surprised if he proved me wrong, but I'm just saying, and I'm sorry.
4: God, he's so good, he's so good at blitzing, he's, he's so still good at. as the slot corner. That's the reason I don't think he'll get it because I don't, they don't really specify like slot corner. Same thing that keeps DJ out a lot of years, right? They yeah. don't really specify that role, that big nose tackle run stuff. It's just D tackle, so everybody looks at stats, they look at uh, sacks. Same thing, you know. Mike Hilton plays that slot corner. They look at the outside corners. without that get more of the interceptions? And uh, personally,
1: just, I'd love to see Sam Hubbard too, man, because uh, would, he's a Cincinnati oh. boy. He went to Mueller. He went to Ohio State. He's playing for the Bengals. He's gotten better every year. So he, I mean, but not he that I think it's going to happen. But right. man, that would be special for our city.
2: He doesn't fit like the Pro Bowl type. Of, he he does so many things that are different. It, mm. it doesn't fit the Pro Bowl. And it, I'm not saying it's fair or anything, but he doesn't. Fit the Pro Bowl type of thing because he does so many unique things. Uh, that... But
4: the popularity part of it—he's a good-looking dude, right? Uh, he had the uh, fumble in the jungle, so that yeah, that's put true. him nationally on the radar with uh, basically a game-winning play. So, I mean, that part of it could get him votes. No. It could. I'm just
2: saying the popularity contest is what comes into everything. It's but you like you said, Dale, you could be right about that.
4: Yeah, but I mean, I agree with you when it comes like play on the field. I don't think he does enough like sack numbers and stuff like that that normally get those guys in, but you just never know. Oh, I
1: don't think it's going to happen. I just think it would be something special yeah. for the city of Cincinnati.
2: Yeah. Sure. Dale, I have to ask you, since it's the all-star game for Major League Baseball this week, can we just go around and say one player that got snubbed by the Reds? Because I can name you six or seven players that got snubbed by the Reds.
0: I mean, it's, it's Ellie. It's got to be Ellie. Duh. But, uh, it's Spencer said Ellie,
4: Steer. It's Spencer Steer. He played the – Spencer's played the whole season where those guys didn't. He I played say the whole mean. season batting close to 290, um, four, 14 home runs, uh, leading the team, close to leading the team. I think he might be first or second on the team in RBIs. Mm-hmm. Like he's up there in average home runs, RBIs. Yeah. He's played all season and he's had to play different positions all season. He's played DH, first base, third base. They've moved him around, outfield, wherever they need him. He's moving around. So he doesn't have a consistent spot spot that he plays defense every day still goes out there as a hitter and produces consistently so to me it's Spencer Steer but yeah um I mean Ellie just from pure star like you want an all star you want a game and a star in your game yes then Ellie you know is a is the star did McClain
2: play long enough to deserve all-star voting do you think
4: I mean he played he played uh, you know what three to four weeks longer than Ellie did at least but I, I, think think he just, I think he – like I said, you can make an argument for like all, a bunch of these guys. When uh,
1: was the vote?
2: Uh,
4: well, I mean, the vote probably started going on. May, more, you know, I like, think. Before like, Ellie it was – it probably started before Ellie was even – It may like have that. even started before McClain came up. Yeah. Yeah. It I
1: started way before Abbott too, but, man, come on. That guy's come out and balled yeah. out as a pitcher.
0: Abbott's another
2: guy. That
4: one, yep.
2: I mean, but, yeah, you know, like I say, man, I mean, you talk about a bunch of – I mean, like, and Diaz, you know, I mean, obviously he got in because of the saves, but nothing against Diaz personally. We've all seen Diaz in plenty of situations where he's not like Mariano Rivera. He's going to strike out the side three times. i
4: I don't care man, as, long as, game, as long as you can close the game. As long as you can close the
2: game, yes, I'm just saying, man. There's a lot of times I was like – That guy
1: uh, is really good at making me sweat and make my asshole real he loads I mean, up the bases with no outs, and I'm just uh, like, oh, no.
2: So I I'm mean, Dale, of plan, boys. The Dale course, I have to bounce. Game. I make a lot – I get a little excited sometimes on every oh. single pitch. Every time oh. a ball's hit, I'm like, oh. <laughs> Right,
4: yeah. <laughs> this
0: is
4: I so get a little cool excited sometimes. Yeah, and uh, I I am curious to see if they call up Christian Encarnacia, and Karnasian and here after the All-Star break because, I, I, I mean, you need another bat. You got one right here. It's about so like gotta
2: 3.30. You can't keep him on the bench, though. Someone's got to get traded, I think. Is
1: there a certain point in the – see, I'm just getting into baseball, so I'm asking you guys questions.
4: Like, There is a trade is it deadline. A, it's usually the yes. end of July.
1: So at the trade deadline, they can't bring anybody up from AAA after no, that No, they, they can. You can. All year? And
4: you actually have September call up. So September right. 1st, you have call-ups to where you can call up more. Put your roster expands. Yeah. At that time before the playoffs, we yeah, allowed to have time? more players up
0: yeah. at that time. We talked certain- about,
2: uh, yeah, in yesterday's game, we lost one to nothing. That was the first time ever our pitching did well, our hitting didn't do well. But, uh, you know, I, I mean, it's not something to get upset over. I mean, that's one game. We're in I first mean, place at the All Star break. Thank you. We're still okay. in first place. When it comes back to Great American Ballpark, when it comes back to our house, that's going to be a different story.
1: 2010 was the last time we were in first place in our division at, at the All Star break.
4: Yes. Well, and really- also, we're starting out right away with Milwaukee. And like Greg said, on our home field, and I believe it's a four-game series. Is that correct? No, I think it's only three. It's just three. Okay, somebody said four last week. Either way, three-game series with the Brewers. That's another reason I'd like Encarnacion Strain to come up if they plan on bringing them up. Bring them up now for that extra little, little boost, little shot in the arm against the Brewers, the team that you there are you battling go. against right now.
2: Yeah, no, no, exactly. But what I say, was, I just don't think they want him on the bench, though. They want to keep him playing. I don't think, he, they, what I don't think he'd be
4: on the bench. What position out- is he? Well, no, Dale, gonna, I agree with you.
2: I want him up right now, but I just think they want to keep him playing. I totally agree with you, Dale, but my personal opinion, the only way he comes up is if Sensel or India gets traded. Uh, Portschop, I think they're trying to make him play outfield. He, I think he can play a couple of positions, but I think they're trying to get him to play outfield.
1: Can he you play know? second base? Uh, they
2: might. Tr- I've heard they try- they're trying to try him at first base when Bada retires, they said.
4: You can DH him as well. That's the thing yeah, now yeah. with the National League having a DH. So outfield spots. You're, you're talking Friedel. You're talking Will Benson. You're talking guys. They get those guys get days off. Like yeah. you know, you can you can make it work. Show that ass again. Stand up. Yeah, let's see. Shake that, shake that ass. before I shake that ass, Greg. It's Bengals and booty. Let's see it. Let's see it.
0: Do that little giggle while you do it.
4: I can't twerk. <laughs> Let's see the but, you know but but
2: but no, no like make, I him, say, make
1: them cheeks clap, Greg. But but, clap.
2: but in the major league baseball draft, a lot of people wanted that hitting catcher, and I wanted a hitting catcher too. But Pete Rose has a good old saying: If you have pitching, just get more pitching. Get all the pitching you can get right now. No, this I kid, loved
4: what the Reds did. They, they, they one of the it. top five didn't fall. Everybody said there was a clear top five: three college guys, two high school guys. Yes, they didn't fall. That's fine. You take yes. you take the best, second best pitcher in the entire draft. Um Now, Iceman said, oh, did we bring him up for the bull? And it's a debate to be had. Like, I wasn't trying yeah. to shit on Iceman when I retweeted and said, I disagree with him here. I, I like to have conversations on Twitter, oh, yeah. not argue with people. Matt, I get what just- you're saying. <laughs> you
0: no,
2: know, but- I, I get what Iceman was saying. Keep him in the bullpen temporarily to see yeah. what he can do. Because remember, Mike Leak, Mike Leak, we called up, uh, I think we he, he got up the year he got drafted. Normally that doesn't happen because he's played a lot of baseball in the spring. But I think this kid could come up next year. And Kieran, if you're out there, we drafted an LSU player. Just stop it and become a Red fan. Don't He's
4: become a, a fan. pirate.
1: I told. I I sent him a text. I said we all voted. He was like, "Who's we?" And I said, "Me, motherfucker."
4: <laughs> all of yeah. me voted.
2: Yeah. yeah. By the way, that LSU pitcher. There's one thing in the in The World Series in one game, 17 strikeouts against a damn good Florida team. So. Yeah, that,
4: that that guy uh and it's Danny Graves, who also said that Abbott was gonna be really good. he has been really good. And Danny, he's, uh, yeah. Danny Graves said that he thinks he's better than uh Skeens, I believe so it's pronounced the LSU pitch yeah, yeah, number one overall.
2: Skeens, yeah, no, no. Uh, uh, what was that? Uh, Rhett. Yeah, he said Rhett was better than Skeens, he said. Yes. And the guy the that Red's
0: drafted.
2: And the thing with Rhett is they say, Oh, he doesn't throw over hundred. Let me tell you something. It's a lot of players can figure out hitting over hundred if you can control your pitches. Then you can control anything. But then,
4: Ice Man, that's perfect timing. We can have our debate about this. But the, come on, um, iceman Man, for the bullpen, because I said it's. I think it's a good. I think it's a good debate because I can see the argument that Ice Man says, but I also I'm like, man, I just don't want to risk moving him to that role when he comes up here where he's a little worn down mm-hmm. for the season. Well, will have to see if Ice Man come on, but but that's what I wanted to say. Was like, right. I don't know. For the season-wise, would he be too worn down from pitching, even all the way in the playoffs, you know, for the College World Series? He was there, like, to what, the final three or four teams? Yeah. So he's been pitching all season. I know they didn't have him. Some college teams will let these guys go, like, 130 pitches. Like, they were usually pulling him at 100 or less. So Right. So, we'll let me ask, so let me
1: ask another baseball question. Go for I'm, it. I'm just kidding. I don't consider – first of all, I don't consider myself a bandwagon fan because I didn't root for any other team, and I'm not jumping on a bandwagon. I'm jumping on baseball. You know what yes. I'm saying? I was not a baseball fan. This no, team made it that. exciting for me. So what I'm asking is is the, the whole debate about whether they should be in the bullpen or starting pitcher. So when pitchers start off, do they start in the bullpen, and when they get better, then they play so. opening, a starting pitcher? Some do. Like Hunter Green,
2: we knew he was going to be a starter from day one when we Did drafted he, him. He
4: never started in the bullpen? It, no. Not very often okay. because they like to get them training as right. a starter, staying right. in that consistent training well, I as a starter.
1: Like, what is the difference between a starting pitcher? and a, I understand when they the bullpen, they come out and they play one or two innings at the end of the game, and the opening pitcher, you like him to stay in the game like six six innings, somewhere around
4: there, right? And you're not going to pitch, but every four yeah. or five days. Four or Whereas five. Whereas if you're right. a bullpen guy, you might be pitching, you know, three or four days in a row at times.
1: And Diaz plays like every single game. He's right. like ninth inning. That's the pitcher almost all the time. Although yeah. I did see that they also brought uh, Karcher up again, right? Uh, I did not that. I see that, but I thought that uh, when uh, I thought that uh, maybe it was when Mo was on the show or something. I thought that. Yeah. He said something about Karcher coming oh, up. Oh, that was his favorite. I moment. know it was his favorite yeah. moment. I right. must have heard it somewhere else, but 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 um, they
2: like, that shortstop we drafted. He was actually ranked higher than the LSU guy we took. And I mean, that's I mean, I know people are going to be saying, "Look at all the shortstops we have." My uncle, I was talking to, says if you can play shortstop, that's the the best player on the team. Is either your shortstop or your center fielder. If you can play shortstop, you can play anywhere on the field, probably with the exception of catcher. I and like this kid is only nineteen years old. It's, it's important, I don't know if you know this. When you draft a high schooler, you're not going to be up like what, Dale? For four or five years, probably?
4: I mean, yeah, there's the rare ending.
2: Griffey came up at 19, but that's so yeah. rare to do something yeah. like that. Yeah, so,
4: typically uh, you're drafting them for four or five, six years right. from now before they're going to hit Major League Baseball.
1: So a guy in a bullpen plays – he'll come out and play one inning, or does he come out sometimes
4: to play two? Sometimes. Very rarely do they do two. They sometimes. like to keep it at one.
2: So there's – uh oh, oh, here comes trouble. What's up, guys?
4: What up? What's up, buddy? It's like I summoned you. I just mentioned your Ooh. name where you started talking reds and I, I said I wasn't trying to, to argue with Jeff. I said because I see his point too. Yeah.
0: I said, yeah, but no, I think it's, it's a I good
4: mean, I think I, it's a good conversation because yeah. okay, do you bring him up now to help to finish this year because you're in a race, or like my argument then is okay, you bring him up, do you risk like you know, messing his arm up or messing up his uh his mental where he's been a starter all season and long, long term, he's going to be a starter. So I mean, that's the question. Yeah.
3: I mean, Wake Forest brought him out of the bullpen as well during the college world series. So he's done it before. So, I mean, I, I I just, it's just a thought. I mean, if you got to see how the kid does in in single a and all that stuff. And and I'm not talking like right now, I'm talking maybe like end of August, September down the stretch run. Maybe you can bring it because somebody said it on uh, our commented on our thread that with you're right, uh, the Rays did that with uh, with uh Price uh back back in the day, and he came straight up, and he was in the bullpen, and then they b- moved him back to a starter, which you can do that. And, and you're right, some guys can't do it. I, it just depends on his mental makeup if he can do it. Right. But he literally just got done doing that in the College World Series and was da- damn near won it for him, as good as he was. So, I mean, I, I was ecstatic we got him because I wanted either him or one of the two guys from LSU, and I knew we weren't going to get the two guys from LSU. I, I didn't think we – we'd get him. I didn't think he dropped down to seven. One they got him, I'm like, holy crap, <laughs> that's who I wanted. So and I mean, I I don't like I don't by no means claim to be a uh college or, or you know prospect <laughs> expert no. whatsoever. I just <laughs> happened to watch College World Series and I knew that we were picking high and I like three guys and we got one of them. And I and I think he could be a bullpen guy, but who knows.
4: Name of Jeff's sex tape. I like three
0: guys.
2: (laughs) Yeah.
4: (laughs) Well, no, no, just, yeah, Jeff, I I think you can agree. This was the most
2: safest pick in the draft. And I I wanted to go safe pick because we're in a win now mode. I mean, this, let me ask you this, though, Jeff. If we were not in first place, do you think we would have gone a different route, taken somebody a lot younger as we were rebuilding? Or do you think they still would have taken that way for a since we're in win now mode?
3: I I don't know if it has to do with win now mode. I think it's more of we need more pitching. If you look at the whole draft, I mean, everybody they drafted so far has been pitchers, I think, except for uh, shortstop they got in the third, third round or second round. because they, they had two first-round picks. Yeah, but, yeah, so I, I think it's more of replenishing the, the minor leagues. So we got a lot of position players. We got a lot of shortstop. And I know everybody's going to freak out. when we draft another shortstop? I have no problem ever drafting shortstops. Thank you. If they can hit cause, and they can play shortstop, they can play anywhere. I mean, they can. So I have no problem with that.
1: They can't and play pitching, pitcher, Jeff. Huh? They can't play pitcher. Yeah. Well,
3: Jim, actually, I I, I think Ellie Dale Cruz could pitch. He, he probably
4: out. could. And he well, probably, Hunter, Hunter Green. Hunter Green was a two way player. He, like, he was. Right? He, could, he was a shortstop.
1: He was a shortstop nice. too.
4: So, so hey.
2: that's not necessarily true. I
1: bet I bet Ellie can also pitch left and right handed.
4: Yeah.
1: <laughs> he could probably oh, throw well. the goddamn ball with his foot. <laughs>
2: you
4: know he's a got, got a fourteen inch pecker,
1: dude. <laughs> that <laughs> guy is probably what? one of his. He's probably only got one leg, and that's what the I other shit. one is.
2: There's not a whole lot Ellie can't do. Go ahead, Greg. Go ahead. Jeff, were you big? because some fans around Twitter were upset we didn't take the uh, catcher from Virginia. And I wanted to hit a catcher I, really badly and all that. And that kid was almost ready to come up. But like I said, Pete Rose had an old saying, if you have pitching, get more pitching. Just keep building up the pitch. Exactly. That's
3: that's my thing. You can never have enough pitching. And that, that's the thing is winning organizations always have pitching. And especially when you get into the playoffs, now the way the, way the playoffs – are the bullpen is even more important now than ever yes. because you got to be ready. I mean, maybe the starter only makes it two innings and way you can't wait. You know, the way you manage playoff baseball is completely different than the way you manage regular season. You, David Bell, I think is gonna be a really good manager in the playoffs because he manages everything like the seventh, seventh game of the world series. That's kind of what you have to do in the playoffs. So pitching, pitching, pitching for me is, is, is what I always say.
4: Yep. Yeah. And I, I didn't want to have flashbacks like Devin Mesoraco. I think he was a high school kid, but still,
3: he would have been good. But he got hurt. That was yeah. That he was, just that got that hurt. was Devin's. Uh, as soon as they signed him, he freaking got hurt and never. Then we traded him to the Mets, and then he was out of baseball.
2: Well, no, uh, yeah, Jeff, like I say, I just want a good backup catcher because Stevenson can't play the entire time. But when nothing gets Molly and obviously with Kirk and Sally, it's like when those guys are batting, it seems like we have a pitcher batting at times. I mean, because when Stevenson's playing and we like I said, if we had another good hitting catcher, I think our, we'd be set. Well, for
3: I, I have a question for you. I don't think Molly's that bad. But is it time to get rid of the three catchers? That's where I'm at.
1: No. Wait, um, okay. No, you you need three I don't, catchers. Look, so you I'm new three? at baseball, but on the on the radio the other day when they were I calling the three. game, they were saying that there's three catchers, and then there was a, a point in the game something happened. I don't remember what it is because I'm not super familiar with baseball, but they said I think it was Tommy Thrall said that's the reason you keep three three catchers.
3: Yeah, but I, I still I, I don't care. I because the th- the reason they did it. Is because Tyler Stevenson was gonna play first base a lot. Well, he's not playing first base, and he does better when he's a catcher. Just have him as as your starting catcher, have Malia as your as your backup, get rid of Kirk Casali, and bring up CES. That's my point. You gotta bring up CES. That's everybody keeps saying there's no place for him to play. That's bull crap. There is a place for him to play. He can play first base and they can DH and they can move these guys around to different spots like they do every single day. So this whole narrative that there's no place for CES to play is Ridiculous.
2: Yeah, Greg, Greg. That's down. what
4: I said. Suck it, Greg. Porkchop.
2: Porkchop. Yeah. No, no, not Porcha. Jeff. They need him to play full time, buddy. I mean, you, They want him to keep playing full time. You can't can have him on the bench. Even like he the
3: first base. You can play full time. Jeff, that's what I'm trying to say. You, you, Jeff. AAA- you can't. Have- Greg, you put even, in AAA days, days off,
4: yeah.
2: even in Triple A guys get days off, even in Triple A. Guys, you have to play. Keep him playing. You can't keep him on the bench. So we have to trade him. will.
3: Listen, 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 Greg. We're not putting him on the bench. He will play damn will near play. every day, just like everybody else is doing. You put. That's why Steer plays left field. Right. You you either DH him or yeah. you play first base. Steer can play first, third, and left field. Ellie can play third and, and short is played uh second and short. These guys are moving around all the time. Nobody's playing every single day,
2: you no, know? I hope so right.
3: playing every single day. So, I mean, he, that's where he's going to play plenty. This whole narrative, he's not going to play. He's not going to come up here and sit on the damn bench. That's he shocking. better not. Yeah, he's, he's not. Too,
4: <laughs> he's too good. He's too oh. good. Yeah, I was he's thinking- not going to do that. Jeff,
2: all I can tell you is we got the DH at the right time is all I Yes,
4: think. yes, exactly. Yeah, exactly. And, yeah, for sure, uh, I know you're saying for, for ice, but T.J. Antone, if you guys all seen the video, he yeah. looked good too.
3: Oh, man. If they get him back coming out of the bullpen. <laughs> I mean, two, three, three big keys. We get him back and we get whenever, I don't know, Hunter Green and Lodola are coming back in August. Don't know when. Hopefully it's the beginning of August. We get those three guys. Yes. We might not have to add anybody. I'm yeah. going to be honest. If Anton could pitch like he he did before he got hurt.
1: Hey, Jeff. Yo. So I know Maddie's got that Jackpot Joey beer, right? So for the Reds now, is he going to make the L.E. De La Brew?
3: He's going to do what?
1: L.E. De La Brew? (laughs) brewery, about
4: that. you should have uh, patented that before you ever spoke that God, I, now, I was gonna say i'm running off of this right now i gotta call business you know somebody's not, gonna make that shit as soon well, I as said they hear if that we, yeah.
2: if we L. have Le a show Bre- where
1: we start talking Reds it's gonna be uh cruise and brews yeah
2: hold on one second ellie yeah hi this is my idea ellie de la brew yeah it's thank you, you so good. much let's you're get the wrong
1: language if you're talking to ellie de la cruz let me. I, I, I'll call. I'll call Andy from
3: Brick
4: Brewery now and tell him. <laughs> yeah. I just had this great idea. Just That's all my
3: ideas right now. <laughs> Pork had nothing to do with it. Yeah. <laughs> now Chandler came up with. What do he say? Uh, Jackpot forty four. Cruise or something like that. He put on the on the show we did yesterday. I gotta go back and watch it. I'm oh like
1: jackpot forty four. Cruise doesn't it, know,
2: Joey Votto. Yeah. has a nickname for of the cruise, but he doesn't want to let it out yet. I think he went like once his permission or something. It does Joey Votto keeps saying he has a nickname? I think for he has
3: cuss him. words involved in it.
2: Oh, okay. <laughs> probably,
1: probably OG Mudbone. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah.
2: But you, but you said, so I my question to you is what's your take on Joey Votto taking uh, Will Benson giving Joey Votto all the credit for him doing well? We all know deep down inside who the real person was, is the reason why Benson was well, hitting
4: well. You know, it's a Canadian of Joey. This is what they do they, they come to our country, they take our credit for things. Yeah. Yeah. So, it was dumb
3: because he was talking shit about him.
4: Yeah. <laughs> he was batting 140 and I said, Man, this guy is pure fucking ass.
3: He was.
4: He hasn't has had a bad game since.
3: And and, and the thing is, he I, I love when he his his emotions, when he gets a big hit, he's like, yeah, but then whenever you see him do an interview, he's all nice and calm and cool. But did you <laughs> did you guys see the interview?
1: That's uh, the Chip Canadian Bayman. thing in him.
3: Oh, I'm sorry.
2: When, when all the players, were, no, uh, Jeff. When all the players were interviewing, yes, that was awesome.
3: <laughs> that was awesome. When that was sweet. I, That's like this clubhouse reminds you of the Bengals,
2: man. Seriously, yes, They're all having fun. Yes. No
4: Crip. We were already talking Reds, man. That's the thing. Right now, there's this downtime. There's no like, I get. We can get Iceman's opinion where we started. I guess with uh, Corey Dillon. Did you watch the interview with Bengal Jim? Did that change your opinion any different from reading the comments that he had made the other day? Or do you just not give a shit and he should be in the ring of honor?
3: Um, Are you asking me?
4: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um, No, the other
3: ice man. I didn't hear him say ice (laughs) man. All right. So I'll play it to you this way. Um, I think Pete Rose should be in the hall of fame despite what he did off the field. I think Corey Dillon should be in the Bengals Ring, ring of honor because of what he did on the field. That's what the ring of honor is about. It's not the ring of honor of, Tremendously great people. It's of tremendously great players. And he but was, did
4: you uh, vote for him this cycle? Do you, should he be in yet? I
3: didn't vote for him this year. I voted for uh, 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 Reggie Williams, and I voted for um, oh my god, um, Parrish.
4: Lamar, um, Parrish. Lamar Parrish. Lamar Parrish. Thank you. We had the was. same thing. We were like, who's the guy? And it's like <laughs> that was the major one that I wanted was Barry. yeah. Well, <laughs> the major
3: one I want is Lamar because me I because we waited so long to do this. Yeah. I want the guys from the seventies. In the early 80s, I want them in before they're gone. I don't want what happened. You know, we can rally in and he doesn't get to enjoy it. I, I mean, I want these guys in before that.
1: Corey Dillon is right to a certain extent. It's a popularity contest with the season ticket holders, and the season ticket holders ain't getting any young or, or they're not getting any older, you know, they're getting younger, right.
4: I'm getting older.
1: Well, you we're getting older, but you know what? We <laughs> drop off. Eventually, <laughs> eventually, we get too old and don't go to the games. One NFL, one NFL expert said, should it just be the season ticket holders
2: that should vote, or should it be all the Cincinnati fans? How's What do you guys think?
1: No, just like I don't think that fucking renters should have to c- c- vote on local bills. They don't pay the fucking taxes. I do.
4: I, well, I think guys like Corey Dillon or anybody else, the older guys, will be even more pissed because if you're opening up to everybody – you're going to have people that have only yeah. seen the Bengals for the last three years voting. That's exactly right. Well, yeah. I've only heard of I've only heard of Ocho Cinco.
3: I mean, the thing is, guys, I honestly think they should ha- have it at four. They should give us four, and not
4: two. We, yeah, we because said we so many If we, we could have done that for maybe three or four years, with right. four because you know there's, and then there's so many people. In. I mean,
3: you know, yeah, that, that way you could you can get because I mean, let's be honest. I'm surprised Ocho isn't in yet. I mean, he he's going to get this in the court.
4: Matt, are you yet? so glad you asked to be on the show? That's Oh, I'm glad, it's yeah. Po- Is it possible to get a word in on this show? Who, me? Oh, sorry. Talking I talk too much? No, uh, you're muted. Oh. No, no, it's been all of us. You're still muted. I am?
0: Nah.
4: No, no. Oh. I can't
1: even unmute him. I hit unmute and it doesn't work. Yeah, he's got himself muted. Matt,
3: you have yourself muted. Matt's been muted the whole time I've been on here.
1: He's still we can't muted. unmute you. You muted yourself, Matt. <laughs> you sign like
4: you well, know ASL. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what's going on
1: right now.
3: Matt's just here for his pretty face. <laughs> yeah,
4: <that's it. laughs> you just nod. Poor like, mm. yeah. child. child. All right. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Any South Carolina women looking for a man? I that hey, there, hey it is, man. You oh, there it is. There you go. Oh, there it
2: is.
0: Come on, muted now. Yeah, you yeah, go. You. Now you get to hear the beeping. <laughs>
4: That's that's why we were having a muted when he wasn't talking.
0: I don't fucking hear it. I'm in the house all the time, and I don't hear it until I get on a show, and then people go, what the fuck's that beeping? God damn it. It's a fucking security alarm. The dogs broke the damn security alarm. Oh. Just rip yeah. it off the
1: wall. What the fuck were we asking Matt anyway?
0: Uh, if I'm gay?
1: <laughs> no, and- I'm the ring of
0: honor. I don't know. Let let uh. Let Greg shake his ass again. Let's test it.
3: Jeff, look what just came in the mail today. Um, I'm, I don't want to see it in your ass. Oh, I like it. I like it. Greg's oh, ass now he funny.
0: likes nope. it. Nope, go. I'm not gay.
1: Well, I, I already it. it. Well, I You're, ass, you were so rubbing it. your pussy earlier. you feel better.
4: Yeah, but anyways, so we're a little over an hour in. Ice Iceman's probably, or not Man, Iceman, but uh, Iceman's got a show. Chubb's got a Scrub those balls for work, I'm sure. <laughs> well, I
1: don't have to go to work, but a friend of mine's dad passed away, so I'm going to go to the visitation to show, show uh-huh. some support. So
4: yeah. you still got to scrub your balls.
1: I do. I'm going <laughs> to scrub my balls for the visitation. Thank God. Scrub both of them. You never know. Like yeah, uh, he has one. Don't people crash like funerals? Well, scrub late, both too? sides. I'm going to scrub one at a time. Skin.
0: Yeah.
1: I, do, I sing happy birthday uh, with, each, with each testicle. That way I make sure I get them nice and clean. <laughs> Hey, Jeff. Happy birthday to you. More you know. Yeah. Jeff, did you
2: finally get the tickets Friday? Finally. You're going to kill me. I haven't got them yet. (laughs) God, what is that? I mean, seriously. I'm
3: busy, man. I
2: I got to drive down there and get them.
3: I will try to do it tomorrow. (laughs) Try, yeah.
1: You'd literally pass the fucking place every day. On yeah, your way not, back and forth to work. But they're not open. <laughs> I pass them.
0: Well, just keep oh. out there.
1: You know pass. what though? Um uh, a friend at work, one of the residents at work told me last night. She said you can call the Reds ticket off. You can call them on the phone, buy the tickets on the phone, and they'll email you the ticket.
3: Yeah, but it's a service charge.
1: There's no service charge. No if you charge. if you call them on the phone, there is no oh, really? service There's charge. There's no service charge. You have to actually oh. call them on the oh. phone. Oh. You all right there, Greg? All right, I don't know, man. You're like oh. Cool. Has Greg. Ever been oh, okay. Greg, you know, nice nice all, all right, Greg? You make more noises. You make more noises than <laughs> anybody I've ever. Heard. You make more noises yeah. than Matt's fucking. Be Matt, I'm being like Larry. I'm screaming. like
2: Larry Winslow, who can make all the voice voice
4: noises. You make more noises than that uh, alarm system. Michael Winslow. Yeah. Yes, right. <laughs> and your squeaky chair. I got a WD
2: through this chair. I
4: thought you would get a new one. Uh, yeah, I thought you did. You brought it was a temporary. Right? Really? It's, it's a wooden, wooden chair.
2: It's a wooden chair out of my table. It's, a temporary, it's like a temporary chair. It's like a prison chair to
4: sit in. So you brought back the squeaky one. What's well, more comfy that way? This motherfucker. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, it's been fun. I've uh, had a great time.